10, 9, ignition sequence start, 6. Hello and welcome to Rocket Fuel, your daily update of everything that's happening in the Rocket Pool community. My name is Wack, today is December 7th and today's episode is going to start with a little bit of self-indulgence for me, um, as I like to do on these occasions, and we will talk about a new episode of Launchpad that was released this morning in the US Eastern Time and well, later on in the day, depending on where you are in the world. So um, this was episode 16 of Launchpad, and this episode we, well, I talked to Dave, um, who is the founder of Rocketpool. He's now known on Discord as Darcius, for those who don't know. Um, and we had a really great spirited chat. Dave is a really um, bubbly, kind of happy kind of guy, um, laughing a lot, like really, really great attitude. And, uh, you know, we talked about him, uh, his passion for computers in the 90s, late, late 80s and early 90s, getting onto like the first forms of the internet and then uh, going to uh, school for um, a computer science degree, working in programming, but also doing lots of entrepreneurial stuff himself. We talked about him getting into crypto in 2013 and how he was mining and all sorts of cool stuff and getting into Ethereum and then the beginnings of Rocket Pool and some of the ups and downs of Rocket Pools that have happened over the six, last six years. And then we spent a chunk of the episode at the end talking about all the different things that we're expecting in 2024 and how they're going to be really cool. So if you want to watch this episode, um, you can follow the link in the description and um, you can check it out. Also remember as well that uh, Rocket Fuel is available via podcast form. If you don't want to watch the videos on YouTube, um, you can get the links to the different um, platforms that you uh, can find the podcast on in the YouTube description of the video um, and also in the Discord if you want to go looking there. Okay, so let's get to some actual news today. So the first bit of news today was that there was a community call that happened this morning and this community call was hosted by Jasper um, and Mav was around too, especially for the second half of it. But um, the main guest was um, Stakewise and um, we um, talked about um, Stakewise version 3 launching, which is their permissionless um, staking um, node operator um, solution and um, you know setting up all their vaults and stuff and um, congratulating congratulating them on them talking to them about you know their history and how long it's taken them to get to this point um, and how the founder of stakewise was actually one of the people who found a bug in rocket pool on mainnet launch night like over two years ago um so that was a nice bit of shared history between the two protocols. And then we spent a bit of time talking about the RETH and OS ETH pool on Curve that I talked about in Rocket Fuel a couple of days ago. And on top of that, then we um, we also had the community call, uh, which was, uh, sorry, the summary of the bi-weekly. So Jasper and Mav went through that and we went through that on Rocket Fuel yesterday. So this was a nice call where, uh, you know, it was um, really jovial, really collegiate. And um, there was... Um, it was it was it was a really nice conversation. So I'm happy that you know the Rocket Pool and Stakewise protocols are kind of building relationships with the with handshakes, and um, you know they're technically uh, a rival, but I think um, the more people there are to take share from Lido, the better it is, and we can all work together on making um, decentralized permissionless staking and uh, liquid staking tokens on Ethereum reality. So this is where you can go and watch the call um, and you can get the information um, about it. What actually happened was that the call stopped around halfway through. So there's actually two links. So you have to poke around on the Rocket Pool um, Twitter account to find the second link. But 
you can get that information then. Okay, next we've got some serious news. Uh, so this was an update from Langer's um, last night in protocol or yesterday evening saying, hey everyone, the proposed Houston feature governance votes are now live. So here we have four votes that are live. So we have the RPL withdrawal address, which is RPIP31, um, the stake ETH on behalf of Node, RPIP32, implementation of an on-chain PDAO, which is RPIP33, and time-based balance and RPL price submissions, which is RPIP35. So this is please review the proposals. If you have any questions, feel free to raise them on the discussion forum posts. So let's go and have a look at these proposals. So there are four of them. Um, the, um, the first one here is RPL withdrawal address. So as you can see here, there's been 3,200 votes and this is 99.37% in favor, 21 votes against with 3,200 votes in favor of this. Um, so quorum is 7,400 votes. And the next one we have a stake on behalf of ETH and this is 100% a four. Um, next we have the implement implementation of the on-chain voting. So this is 3,100 votes for and 83 votes against. Let me see who voted against. Um, oh, we got abstain, sorry, abstain. Yeah, uh, there were a few people abstaining, not um, voting against. I'm sorry, I misread that. Yes, zero votes against. And I think that was also the case with RPIP. No, that was against. Yeah, okay, that's fine. And then finally, we have uh, RPIP 35. And this is also um, 3,100 votes in favor, 47 votes against, and 12 votes abstained. And let's see who voted against it here. If the names no i don't know who that person is so that's cool but yeah this these votes are ongoing so if you want to uh, take part in the governance then go and vote for these however you wish and also if you want more information then you can read the the rationale behind each each uh, vote on on the discord uh, sorry on the forum on the snapshot page and then it gives you a link to the forum thread if you want to go and read the discussion about it so thank you langas for sharing those and um, we have until december 20th for these but i'm almost certain all four of them will pass quite easily okay next we have some really exciting news out of the rescue node so for those of you who know the rescue node is a service that the gmc funds it gives money to patches popash I think object, I'm not sure, some other people in, in the Rocket Pool community. I think uh, this time Dee McCartney is getting some money as well. Um, I think, but I'm not sure. But the GMC basically pays for this service called the Rocket Pool Rescue Node, which was a fallback machine that um, people staking with Rocket Pool could use um, if they were going to prune their execution client or if they had um, some reason that they had to go down on their node, they could use this as a fallback, which meant they could keep protesting as long as they had an internet connection. So um, the Rescue Node a few months ago had kind of... Um, patches pushed some ideas about whether or not we should open it to solo stakers the community was strongly in favor of that uh, as kind of a public good right the gmc would pay for it as a public good to ethereum and solo stakers so um today that work was done and patches um well yesterday evening actually that work was done so patches released this tweet um short three thread saying a rescue node is now available to solo stakers rescuenode.com solo stakers can use this service as a fallback beacon node for maintenance and emergencies access is granted for 10 days at a time twice per year and says the site requires a signature from the wallet of your 0x01 withdrawal credential this signature isn't and can't be used 
on chain uh, and only serves as proof that you have custody of the validator you are attempting to connect with. It says we ex uh, support the five major validation clients, which are uh, Lodestar, Nimbus, Lighthouse, Teku, and Prism. It says we also have public Grafana dashboards, so you can check which versions we run. And then there's information. It says as a reminder, the rescue node is not fully trustless. Please review the risks and trust assumptions. And then there's documentation about that. It says in order to avoid missed proposals while connected, we strongly recommend using your 0x01 address as your fee recipient or at least enabling MEV boost. The node is secured by custom um, reverse proxy, which prevents our other users from overriding your fee recipient settings. However, you are still trusting that we, the maintainers, will not attempt to steal proposal rewards from you, the users. Uh, we run this service as a public good and do not profit from you using it. It's funded by the Rocky Pool Grants Committee. We aim to have high availability, but uptime shouldn't be assumed to be perfect as we are on the budget. You can provide feedback and ask questions in the Rescue Node channel on ETH Staker Discord or just pop by to say hi. Um, we would like to uh, deeply thank Dean McCartney uh, for his tireless work on the new website and the rocket pool gmc for their continued support now is a great time to switch to a minority execution client you can use the rescue node while you sync to the new client so that's a really great um great idea um if you're on geth get off geth jump on bisu nethermind um aragon uh Reth, even i don't think that's production ready yet but um get away from geth and use the use this uh, fallback node feature of a rescue node to do that Okay, next we have this forum post from uh, Epinef, and he says the options forum thread. So he says, please read the, please see the Discord options thread for many of the ideas that have already been discussed. And then there's a link. It says the name of the bounty. This is called the Rapid Research Incubator. What is the nature of the proposed bounty? It says the Rocky Pool protocol has grown substantially since launch, but it's not keeping pace with Lido validated market share. Lido has plans to launch a more decentralized, which is in quotes, uh, option within a year, anticipated to allow home stakers to stake with 4 ETH bond and 7.5 commission on the 28 ETH. This would likely threaten the value proposition and growth of Rocky Pool, but more generally the idea of credible neutrality and the decentralization of the Ethereum network. The Rocky Pool protocol will need to adapt in multiple ways to meet this competition. This bounty is meant to rapidly generate actionable ideas for ways forward to drive more value to node operators specifically and the protocol in general. The payment structure is intended to provide some financial reimbursement for diverse community members actively brainstorming solutions as well as more heavily um, reward selected um, ideas that have high likelihood of being translated into protocol improvements this is a chance to get paid for ideas which you think are great for the protocol but that you might not have previously felt that you might have previously felt too radical we are at a point where we need to think outside the box and quickly the goal after initial brainstorming is to pick several promising ideas and fund further research to get them over the finish line voted upon and eventually enacted it says, must the results of this project be entirely open source? Yes, the contents of submissions will be used by the Rocket Pool community and the team. The work and verification, it says, what steps would need to, to be entailed in completing the bounty? Do successful examples of works uh, of such work exists elsewhere. Says the bounty requ uh, requests community members submit a brief abstract um, 
with uh, specific actionable recommendations regarding any of the following. So there are four areas. One, mechanisms that help balance supply and demand across the parties in the protocol. So that's RETH, RPL and node operators. For example, balancing commission, RETH versus node operators or balancing minimum RPL bond, uh, RPL versus node operators. This is mechanisms of alternative value capture for RPL besides use as a pure staked bond mechanisms and feasibility requirements for lowering ETH bond requirements for mini pools and uh, updates on the penalty system MEV safety, uh, including evaluation, uh, evaluating uh, options for node level collateral. So it says the suggested length is 0.5 to 3 pages on any um, topic above, including specifically which topic or topics is intended to answer. The brief should include both perceived benefits and suspected drawbacks downsides for the research data decisions needed, um, specific actionable recommendations, and general implementation ideas. The brief does not have to be polished, uh, complete data analysis, or specific code. Um, it will not be judged on English proficiency, grammar, etc. The brief should be a single work that you can link to rather than referring to a series of post threads. A single individual can submit multiple works, can be posted as a single Discord uh, forum, a Discord post, a forum post, a GitHub submission, or uploaded document, a new form that can be easily viewed. And they said, how long uh, is this available for? So it's going to be available for 21 days until um, December 26th. And it says, who will test uh, any product submitted for claiming the bounty? It says, they'll be committed to read through and review the briefs with binding power over assigning rewards. A mechanism for non-binding community voting is also likely. The details of the committee are still pending. And then what's the acceptance criteria? So it says every series submission will be considered between 13 and 17 submissions will be rewarded with 250 to $2,500. Um, highly prized qualities will be specific actionable recommendations, high impact innovation, a uniqueness of ideas, persuasive um, discussion, evaluation of drawbacks, steelman arguments, and feasibility from both technical and political as PDAO standards and then it says um, benefits like the, how these will benefit all the different stakeholders in the community and what other uh, non-rockable protocols does this impact none um, completed will the results be open source yes payments so we will have um, 12 prizes of $250 three prizes of $1,000 one prize of $1,500 and one prize of $2,500 um, so the, the the total prize amount will be $10,000 um, and th that will go to people who uh, submit serious um, series submissions and then um, EPINEF is a member of the GMC, which is a conflict of interest. And then um, there's no other vested interests except um, Rocket Pool will benefit. And then uh, EPINEF kind of explains about um, how this is causing issues with the GMC, because otherwise, you know, the GMC would normally be funding this, but it looks like um, it'll have to be funded by EPINEF first and then by the GMC later because uh, of trying to get everything done as quickly as possible. Okay, then the discussion started on this matter um, in the in the uh, op uh, options draft thread, and here uh, Togby was the first person to um, he says, you know, uh, is there somewhere specific we should post submissions for the bounty, and then. Um, Epinef says, not really. Anywhere that I'm able to link should work. If you ping me, I'll try to keep a running list of submissions with attributions in one location. But posting a link in this thread may make the most sense. So then, um, 
references why was the bounty not officially submitted um, and his uh, IPNF says bounties of future work and this is for work done in December the GMC award that would make the most sense would be retroactive award if I don't get any feedback about the specific metrics I was planning to submit a nearly identical worded retroactive this period for potential approval at the end of December um, and then when will the work be completed by so we want the work to be completed by December 26th um, and then um, Schiffrin says, how will the GMC uh, deliberate? So this was a whole bunch of like uh, GMC stuff back and forth. Um, and Waldorf says, you know, we don't want people caught up too much in the details. Easy option, make it around nine or even around 10 retro, or make it a grant that funds the program in round seven, and then compare on its own schedule. Um, and then that, that was kind of the discussion. So if you are interested in providing some um, information for this, like I've got an idea that I might put to paper about um, a value proposition for the RPL token and using it to uh, make um, a layer two, a rocket pool layer two, uh, and then using uh, rocket pool node operators as sequences and using RPL as a bond um, for for making sure that they're doing honest work and that's just a quick idea have i had no i have no idea how feasible it'll be but i'll be thinking about that over the next coming days and seeing if i can write up um, a page or two about my ideas and submitting that but it should be exciting um you know we, we, we want as many applications as possible and i know that i really shouldn't be saying this maybe but <laughs> but um i think if we get lots and lots and lots of really good ideas then maybe we can apply for retroactive grants for people to get paid more than and above that ten thousand dollar mark but that of course is not a promise or guarantee at all because we don't know for sure okay next we have talking about the gmc we have this tweet thread from the uh, rocket pool twitter account which is putting out some really nice tweet threads at the moment so this one's about the gmc which is the grants management uh, grants and bounties management committee this is retroactive public guns funding as part of rocket pools protocol DAO for a year now the grants and uh, management uh, sorry grants and bounties management committee gmc also does much more read and find out all the fantastic work supporting permissionless liquid staking so here we've got information about the members so this is nine gmc members are voted annually they elect an administrator and you can read more about the GMC structure in RPIP 26 with all the links. So it says, uh, funded by a share of RPL token inflation, the GMC distributes funds monthly for task project completion under three different categories, either a payment or a bounty or a retroactive award. And this is over 24,255 RPL has been awarded to date, worth more than $750,000 at current prices. This has helped fund research, analytics, education, uh, development and design, plus work across uh, reporting, documentation, governance and administrative areas, and Rocket Fuel, which I guess comes under education. And it says, how can you participate? Browse, browse the open bounties on the Rocket Pool website, which shows you all the information of the bounties that are open at the moment. And then it says, chat with the GMC on Discord. Then there's a link. And it says, uh, check out the GMC section on the DAO governance forum. And there's a link there as well. So I just want to give a shout out to these threads because um, they're, they're beautiful. I really like these images that are here and just everything about it is just like good stuff. So thank you for that. Let me actually give that a nice little retweet because I didn't do that yet. Okay, there we go. Okay, next we have um, this information that we covered in yesterday's episode, but I just wanted to give a shout out again. So Maverick put a little rocket emoji in the conferences thread and um, 
asked for people to react with the with the emoji if they are coming to East Denver. Um, so far, we've had 17 people react to this, but I'm absolutely certain that way more than 17 people will be coming to East Denver. Uh, we had a quick look at this list yesterday, and since then, you know, we've had um, Sneaky and Sleety and Highfly.eth and Fornax and Maverick and um, Steve and Metro and myself and a bunch of others uh, react with the rocket emoji as well. So, um, yeah. That's really cool. Ken says that I'm 99% certain that if you apply, especially before February, you will get a free ticket to attend. And that's by staking one Spork DAO token or promising to um, stake one if you um, if you um, get if this is your first time. Okay, next we had this announcement from Mav, who was kind of like asking on behalf of Term Finance. So I thought I'd uh, cover it for you all and see if anyone has any information about this. So Mav says, hey everyone, Term Finance was wanting to know if any RETH whales would be interested in this opportunity. So if you are an RETH whale and uh, you um, are interested in some DeFi stuff, listen on. It says, Term Finance, a fixed rate lending protocol is looking to onboard RETH as collateral. Term auctions have been consistently clearing four-week ETH fixed rate borrows, which is a 2.25% to 2.5%, and stablecoin borrows against LSTs between 45 and 5%, well below the typical Aave borrow rate. It would be great to engage the community to see if there's demand to borrow on term against our ETH as collateral and plan timing around the first auction. So they're trying to drum up some support and um, some market share, I guess. And uh, if anyone who's listening has some um, our ETH that they would like to get involved with this, um, then reach out to a Mav who can put you in touch with the term finance people. Okay, and finally, we're going to enter this episode with this news from Nordset that came yesterday. So they had a community call that took place. And um, I'm just going to tell you a little bit about what was said in that. Thanks to uh, a submission from Sneaky, who gave uh, a summary of the call. So Sneaky says, first of all, um, they gave information about Node Operator um, onboarding for Nordset. So now they have 110 Node Operators onboarded. Um, and uh, they've still got a lot of applications in the queue that they want to get through and they're hoping to have 250 to 300 operators by the time constellation is launched and constellation will be the integration with rocket pool so this is node stake uh, with they launching a vault on stakewise uh, through NodeSet, which is going to be a gravita vault so gravita which is um, a lending um, borrowing protocol is um you deposit your RETH and get GRI, which is then their uh, liquid um, stablecoin. And then they are setting up a, a stakewise pool and they want Rocket Pool node operators to run that pool, not Rocket Pool, sorry, node set node operators to run that pool um, and basically make some money from that. So they're hoping that that will um, go into testing over the next couple of weeks in December and main, targeting a mainnet launch in January. So if you want to be a node set node operator for um for gravita uh, for gravitas uh, vault then uh, get practicing your solo staking because you'll have to learn how to sign uh, exit messages and stuff and it's not quite as straightforward as using the smart node stack eventually um but then with ETH Denver they had an update saying that the entire node set team will be in, in attendance but they don't plan to have a booth at this point um they are however considering some form of node set meetup so um i guess you know keep your ears out uh, for that and um they'll let you know what's going on with that closer to the time 
And then Constellation, which is an update about their rocket pool integration, they're saying that they're expecting Houston to launch around East Denver time. Um, and then Nordset wants to have Constellation out for testing shortly after Houston, but they have no guarantees in the actual timeline, but they're targeting somewhere around March or April, depending on when um, the Ethereum upgrade uh, will take place and when Houston will happen as well. So hopefully it'll be around that March time. So um, Nordset can get out testing pretty much right away then they said that the constellation contracts are mostly feature complete nearly code complete um over the next months nodeset's goal is to dial in parameters to a point where nodeset feels comfortable with them um i.e how the system reacts to changes to the inputs and after that they've got individual functions of constellation have been tested and are working well over the next few months they'll be transitioning into integration testing making sure everything works as expected end to end then the hyperdrive client which i think is going to be a sidecar or an add-on to the smart node stack so joe is working with that and um, he's helping developing that working with uh, another node set developer who's working on it so he said this is for smart contract interfacing the design is mostly done technical details are ironed out development is underway currently around 10 to 15 percent complete they're shooting to get this completed over the next few months and hyperdrive will start handling pre-signed exit messages via an internal tool called uh, pixis um, and then the node set team plans to start development of this as soon as the stakewise stuff is done so the the pre-signed exit messages the thing with that is you know if those exit messages leak then um, an attacker could make uh, all the validators on um, you know a given protocol exit which would be disastrous for the protocol it would be disastrous for um Every, everyone involved um, so that they're i guess going to come up with a really secure system of managing those uh, exit messages and just as we were talking yesterday with stada um, they've actually kept their exit messaging system closed source at the moment and they've been kind of coy about what it is and what it does so um, the, this is a really crucial technology and um, i guess they want to get it done right so those are some high level takeaways so thank you so much for um for that information um sneaky that's absolutely fantastic and then um a wonder explained that pixis is actually a small and faint constellation in the southern sky um and um yeah it's uh, it was called the mariner's compass in past but yeah that is um an update of uh note set and all the rocket pool news that we have for today so thank you all for watching listening and being part of the rocket fuel community um i hope you all enjoy the episode with uh dave on launchpad if you do um watch that or listen to that and if you enjoy the episode please uh, give it a boost on your social media um i don't ask for that kind of stuff very often but um with launchpad episodes it really helps kind of get the word out um in a really cool way so um thanks everyone and i will see you all tomorrow bye